Alright, welcome to the Walking Dead cast. We are doing it now with the Walking Dead season premiere for season six. What was Woo. it? It was the first time again. Who says you can't get your cherry back, right? <laughs> no? You have no comment. So it's just me and Ethan. Unless you pay a lot of money, I think that's the only way you can get your cherry back nowadays. Yeah, really? You can pay your money and get your cherry back? Yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of plastic surgeons out there that pop your cherry back in. Pop your cherry back in. Yep. Isn't that kind of... <laughs> you don't want them to pop your cherry back in. I mean, or whatever. Pop your so, anyways, if you can't tell, it's just Ethan and myself. You know, Ethan is our resident Walking Dead... Um, resident. Resident. <laughs> sure, why not? You, you are our Walking Dead specialist. expert? Specialist? What do you want to be called? Sure, why not? I don't know. Okay, so this time you have to talk, or it's just going to be me by myself talking. Oh, man, okay. Okay, as somebody that is a major fan of Mm -hmm. the comic books and the show, and even the Talking Dead show, which is talking about what they just watched. Basically what we're doing. What we're doing, right. (laughs) (laughs) The same thing we're doing. What did you think of season six premiere? That was good. It was a. Uh, you can't just you know that that's no. not a. You can't just get. It's good. It's good. Okay. Thanks for uh, joining us this week, guys. <laughs> uh, have a great evening and go on. No, I thought it was. Uh, it's a nice continuation of what's going on uh, from last season, from the season um, five. <laughs> well, like the last episode of the season. Uh, so, do you like the fact that they have deviated from the comic book to a degree with the story arcs? Kind of. I mean, it, I mean, in a sense, it's kind of going back into, you know, what the comic book is, or it seems that towards the end of this episode, that's where it's well, towards heading. the end of the episode. But it seems like they're they're but instead th- of be, staying beholden to the source material, mm. they are expanding that material. Well, we've already known that they do this from previous seasons too. I mean, it's just. You know, I don't. I don't have a problem with it as long as there's a good story to it. Right. You know, the the thing that caught me with the comic book so much is that there's such a great uh, story behind everything that they've done, and that's what they keep doing, and that's what you know keeps me interested in watching it or reading it every time that they come out with new uh, new books. Right. So I mean, as long as it's good, it's a good story, and it's something organic and not something that's basically, you know, forced. As far as, you know, well, we want to change it up from the comic book, and so we're going to just force some story out of it. You know, it it pertains, like, you know, what this episode has been doing is actually moving towards something that's big that happens in the comic books yes. to Alexandria, so... Well, know. and we I mean, we talked about this last season off, you know, obviously not on... Our own, the own show for The Walking Dead. <laughs> the one episode we did for Fear, the, for Fear the Walking Dead. Which, you know, we should state that right now. We had planned on doing it every week, but that show was... I didn't know if the show was actually going to last all six episodes. Yeah, it was, we were having a hard time getting invested ourselves into that show, and so that's why... Do you want to do? A, do you want to add like a little wrap-up to that show? Because it ended on a high note. We could take a few minutes, yeah. I mean, it, it, it definitely picked up like on episode four. Yes. And so four through six were definitely great episodes. And I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them great. Well, I mean, for what they were, they started out. to feel more like The Walking Dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it it started getting more, you know, 
um, you know, into what the characters are. Yes. And I think I told you this when we watched the last episode. I still don't care for any of these characters. See, yet. that's my problem with it either. I, these characters, there's no, not one of the characters from, like, when you first sat down and watched Walking Dead, mm-hmm. you found characters immediately that you cared about and you were invested in their story. Right. And not just, not just like Rick or Lori or Carl. 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 Um, well, but I mean, or had, Shane, but yeah. you, you, you cared about like Andrea's sister who, uh, you know, escapes my name or escapes Emma my Bell. name, Emma. Yeah. Yes. Emma Bell. But you cared about her mm-hmm. and you cared about what was happening with Carol and her family. You cared about Sophia and whether she was in danger or not. Right. This, well, they did a great job investing you into these characters. Now, granted that the source material was already there, so they had, they didn't have to try too hard. Like the problem with that, but you still had to develop. You had to take these characters from a two dimensional, you know, black and white comic right. to a three dimensional color world where it's not just two or three panels to describe something. Mm. You're taking you know twenty minutes to describe what three panels would have been in the comic right. book. No, well, I mean, it, it translated well the way that you know they did it, so it made you feel four characters, but even like the ep- the first episode, you don't see anybody more than Rick, pretty much. You know, that first episode <coughs> is Rick's episode, right? And they do a great job in that first episode making you care for Rick. He wants to find his family. Will he find his family? You're always you have that relatability to him. You know that. Yeah, this Fear the Walking Dead had kind of the same, you know, like, oh, well, they're all, they want to get together again. They need to get their family together again. Well, they're running <clears throat> off and, you know, but it just didn't have that same feeling like, you know, when he runs off to go get his, uh, his, or I want to say for lack of a better word, original family. <laughs> you know, you're talking, his you're ex-wife talking. and his son. But see, here's the thing. Can you even really name any of those characters that were in? Fear of the Walking Dead. I can. I mean, yeah, I can name a few of them. I mean, like uh, the son I know, or the the drug addict son. Okay. Is Nick. You got uh, Travis, who's the main guy. You have Madison, which is the main woman. Uh, Alicia, which is the daughter. Uh, Mr. Salazar, which you know I can't remember his first name, <laughs> so <laughs> that tells you something. <laughs> um, and then like, his daughter is Ophelia. Oh, you you know pretty yeah, much the. You can you can. I think his son's name is Chris. Yes. Yeah. Um, Daniel Salazar, by the way. There you go. Like I couldn't remember the the ex wife's name. Lisa. There you go. Um, um. But okay. So I mean, but any of those characters, you could care less if they survive or not. Yeah, I mean, none of them have you know. But not even anything. Madison. I mean, the see the the one central character in that for me, mm-hmm. and it seems to be. Is Madison the the female lead, right. which is Kim Dixon, who does the is the actress for it. Mm. She seems to be the Rick of Fear the Walking Dead. Right. She's the only one that was interesting to me. Not until later in the season. the daughter. The daughter. She doesn't really do anything. She's just right. there for angst and to look pretty. Yeah. Uh, his son is just to show the rift between Tra- you know Travis and Chris. Or yeah. His name. Yeah. It's Chris, isn't it? His son, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we, I mean, I said from the very beginning, the ex-wife was not going to last. The only interesting... She had no purpose be, to be there other than to add some conflict. Mm-hmm. The one character development trait that they gave her of being a nurse 
they turned around in episode three and said, oh, you know, she's not really a nurse. She's been pretending. She she kind of knows how to do stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, she can help. Which was, that, to me, that was a cop-out. You should have just said, you know what, she's a nurse. Or she went. She was at nursing school when, you know, when this when all happened. happened. Yeah. yeah. So she's not technically a nurse, but she knows her stuff. You right. Know, or something like that, yeah. You know, even even uh, Salazar, I didn't, you know, he, he had an interesting background. Of you know he was in yeah, El Salvador well, they were, and they were trying to make him seem like a badass yeah. type you know and like that kind of character and then with that season finale of him walking in with all the walkers and everything like that and like just stepping in oh you want to save your ammo for these guys you know it just they're trying to play him as being you know the badass you know tough guy yeah which I was like eh. I just you know it, it was one of those things where when the first six episodes of The Walking Dead happened. When they got to the CDC at the end, uh, I, you know, and there was that potential of all it could all blow up with them in there or whatnot. I was worried because I knew that at that point they hadn't signed a second season, that it was going to all end right there, mm-hmm. and it could have. Yeah. This, it ends. You know, I mean, it's been out a couple weeks, so there's no spoilers anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, well, they're going to get on a boat. You know. Yeah. Which it just it. <sighs> You know, they killed off Which the ex-wife. Waste, yeah. wasted potential of seeing underwater zombies. Yeah. I'd, I would have loved to see. Well, the whole, the whole way it ends, it's <laughs> like, it kind of gives you, that alludes to that you're going to see some underwater zombies right. or something. And then all of a sudden it just goes right past the boat and that's the end of yeah. it. It's like, what? Come on, just get me back to The Walking Dead and let's screw this stuff. Yeah. Although it's going to come back. Um, here's the most surprising thing about it. It's the most viewed series, season one, from front to back, ever on cable. It's Walking Dead. But still, as bad as it was, it maintained its audience for all but six you see, episodes. I think... To me, it does You and I see things differently than a lot of people who watch TV shows because of our, you know, like our understanding of what's, right. you know, like within the industry and everything like that. So we view things a lot differently than what most people who just watch TV on normal... Watch, right, but you know, but like, in a, in a day when when in an era when we the attention span of an audience is so low, to maintain it through every episode, all six episodes, to you know well, have I don't think such it had that a problem with that. To be honest with you, I don't think there was a problem with you know the storyline and things like that. It's just I think there's poor writing, there's poor acting, and it's just that takes you out of it. But as far as the story standpoint goes, it was an interesting enough story, and it's a lot of people who want us to want to hear this story. Like, how did this whole outbreak start? How right? How did everything go down? And so, you know, that's why there's a lot of people like that are, you know, wa- wanting to watch it. I want to see when season two comes out. Are they going to still hold those same numbers or not? Yes. Because then you know it could be like a lot of people said. You know, I saw the first season. I didn't really enjoy it. I'm not going to continue it. Right. Um, okay, so now here we are with the Fear of the... Or with Walking Dead season mm-hmm. premiere. Hour and a half season premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, so was the, the Fear of the Walking Dead had its season premiere with an hour and a half. And when we did the first show, we said it felt like it was an hour too long. Or at least a half hour too long. Yeah. Like, they could have done it in an hour-long episode and still give the same feeling. Now, I know it's The Walking Dead, but did you feel that same way with this? 
or did it? Because to me, the show held its way or held itself all the way through all yes. ninety minutes. But here's the thing: is because I think we're already invested in these characters that we care enough that we want to see what happens. But there was so many new characters. Like I think that Carl didn't ha- even have one line in it. Mm-hmm. Carol had maybe two lines. Right. Um. What was that? G- Eugene, you know, and, and we're talking, you know, the main, the original main yeah. cast, you know, Michonne. I, I guess you get there into mm-hmm. that. Uh, she had a, a not, I mean, a smaller role, but it was still there. This this one really focused on Rick, Morgan, um, and some of the newer characters that we met. Which we we should probably say because we're recording this the same night. Is that if you haven't watched the episode, go ahead hit pause right now. Because yes. we're going to probably spoil the hell There's out of There's going to be a lot of spoilers. So go ahead and take a second, pause the podcast, watch the episode, and then come back. Yes. So with that said, let's continue. <laughs> yes. Um, so, uh, there were, I mean, there, there was a lot of, you know, uh, we got to know a new character this time. Um, for all of one episode. For all of one episode, Carter, yeah. who was played by Ethan Emery. Mm-hmm. Um. Did a great job. Which I think, yeah, he did a great job. You know? Do you think, because he, I mean, he, he's probably one of the most recognizable actors to come on the show in a while. Yeah. Do he's you th- done a few things. So. Yeah, I mean, especially since, you know, he's, he's got the new, he's got a new commercial out that, you know, is based off of the, the vacation character that he played. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's had another, a couple shows on Netflix and, you know, right. places like that that he's, you know, everybody, you, you, if you don't know his name, you go, hey, that's that guy that was in that. Yeah. Whereas a lot of the other characters, you don't know that. Right. You know, without, with the exception of Rick and, you know, maybe Morgan and mm-hmm. a couple others. Um, do you think he was wasted as this character? I would have liked to see more of his character, to be honest with you. But yeah, I mean, I think they killed him off too early. Yeah, like I think in some, it, he added like a conflict, but not something like where it's unmanageable. Right, and you feel like you know, uh, with Rick trying to turn this new side back, you know, or turn back to his humanity side. I think it would have been someone that he can use to work on that. Well, now I mean, obviously we don't know what's going to happen with the rest of the season so far. But I thought this would have played out as a good antagonist for Rick throughout at least the first part of the, you know, the the first half of the season. I thought that, you know, if you're not going to move on to the Wolves really fast or to Negan or any of that other stuff, Mm -hmm. to have the turmoil within, you know, within Alexandria, of Rick trying to make you know get control or and maintain control or like yeah always against him or something like exactly. that. exactly he would have been a great antagonist for Rick within the, you know the Alexandria story right and to off him you know I mean granted it was uh, it was pretty cool how he did and he kind of did fall into line with Rick they, mm-hmm. you know you saw that well you saw yeah he was he was basically on board with Rick you know and there was right before I guess he dies he says you know you're right. Or yeah. you were right, and then shakes his hand. So you can obviously see that he's. He you can say his character went full arc. Yeah. Um, but and you know his character was basically there to prove a point from Rick to Morgan. Right. You know, and and to kind of bridge that whole thing with them, mm-hmm. and and their conflict, or you know, or their. Well, I don't see it as a angst. conflict with each other. I think 
the way, like we talk about this all the time, is the way that they set up that trailer and everything like that. It makes it seem like it's going to be a full-out war between Rick and Morgan. But I think it's, you know, them two trying to get each other to a point where they both were Mm -hmm. originally. And, you know, like, um, it's just, you know, Morgan sees that, hey, you know what, I can bring him back. And Rick... Well, because technically Rick brought him back earlier on. Right. Um, speaking of that trailer, mm-hmm. and I had said this, you know, last week or something, I don't think we even mentioned it on the air or on the other podcast, yeah. uh, that just to me, that that trailer, the way it was cut, it didn't feel to me like that was actually supposed to be between Rick and Morgan. Right. That it, to me, it just felt like they were pushing that conflict between them and trying to make the audience believe that's what that conflict was. Right. And as we saw without in this episode, almost all of that dialogue where Rick is, you know, holding the gun at somebody or saying some of those lines, it's not to Morgan. And the other thing they did with it is when they went back and shot or they edited this episode, mm-hmm. they took almost all that footage that we saw in the trailer and it was black and white because it was a flashback. Um which brings yeah. yeah. So it, they didn't. You saw that most of that conflict was between Rick and Carter, mm-hmm. you know, for one reason or another. And we're not going to go into well, every detail it's, about it. It's Rick and like the Alexandrians in a sense. Yes, you know, it, it, I think that's what you know we should have taken away from the trailer. But the way it was cut, it made it seem more like Rick versus Morgan, right? And even like the the poster they released at Comic Con <clears throat> is you have all the you know. People are divided on each uh-huh. side. So you have Rick's group, and then you have the Alexandrian group. And I think Morgan, Morgan was kind of like on the side yeah. of, you know, Alexandria. So it, it's kind of like set weren't they up all kind of it. staring at Rick too? Kind of like with a glareish type, you know? No, they were like they were just looking at each other. But it, it's like they. I think I had that on my cover page, so <laughs> on Facebook. But yeah, it's, so everybody go to Ethan's Facebook yeah. page. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, like you, it's it's basically just it ultimately made it look like choosing sides, right? And that's what it, you know, it it was trying to be, you know, pushed on as far as you know, like the trailer goes and mm-hmm. everything. Is so this episode they took a lot of a lot of risks mm-hmm. with they changed up how they did a couple of things, uh, and it was way bigger than mm-hmm. any of the other shows, yeah, or the episodes. Um, First of all, let's go with the black and white. Well, it's funny that we always, we always talk about, like, every season that comes on, they're going to say, this season's bigger and better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, yeah, because it's Walking Dead, and they're getting more and more money each year. Yes. <laughs> but So they can do, like, a thousand extras dressed up in... There were know, more zombies than, in yeah. this episode than there were in the entire season two, and maybe three. Because yeah. one had, you know, you had, saw the hordes in, in downtown uh, Atlanta. Yeah. But... But that was maybe like 200 people. Right. And I think after we were watching it, we were watching The Talking Dead, and Greg Nicotero was saying that this is the first time they've had like a 1,000 mm-hmm. extras as far as, you know, walkers go. And, and not just to mention the 1,000, but then you had the other CG that right. on top of that. So there, I mean, there was a horde of probably almost 10,000. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say 10,000. Maybe like two a, it, to 3,000 people. Maybe. maybe, yeah. I mean, it, it was up there in the thousands, I would yeah. say. Um, okay, but the black and white. Did yeah. you like that as the as the flashback? It's nice because it I loved it. I did too. I because to me it felt like the comic book, mm-hmm. you know. And I know they did season one. They went back and they did it as a black and white as an homage to the comic book. Mm-hmm. But I hope they do more of these flashback scenes 
as black and white. But I think they wanted to uh, make you know what's different and like what's different between what happened a few months ago. Mm-hmm. That's bridging the gap between the series finale and the season premiere. That um, you know the bridging the gap between you know how they came to make this decision to move forward with the plan that they have. Right. So going, you know, um, so those flashbacks are kind of like, let's show you what they were planning. And then, you know, this is the execution of that plan. Right. But it was just, it was a very interesting way to do that, the the flashbacks and to, to fill in the, the gaps of, you know, mm-hmm. we don't have to tell you this whole story in, you know, as exposition in the what's happening at that moment. We can right. do that, and we can take you out and show you before. A good, or the, probably one of the best examples of that is the whole situation with Carter. Mm-hmm. You know, at, there was a point when, well, we won't go into all the details just in case there are some people that, you know, have not watched the show. Um, but, I mean, there, there's a situation with Morgan and Rick where they're talking about Carter in particular, and they're saying, for all intents and purposes, they're saying, He's going to die no matter what. Right. He doesn't have the skills to survive in this world or the mentality mm-hmm. to survive in this world. He's going to die. So, you know, it was almost like Rick should have you know, killed him when he had the chance. And yeah. it would have been justifiable because he was going to die anyways. So you take that moment and, then, you know, and you push that right before you have the moment where you see Carter and Rick and they're at the horde. And, you know, he says, oh, you were right. Can, mm-hmm. you know, thank you. Um, I'm going to go join at the front of this and, you know, try to be a leader and everything. And as soon as he does, what happens? Gets he, his face chewed off. He gets off. his face chewed off. And there's a moment, and it, it's, so, it's so good because it's an unspoken moment when after Rick puts him out of his misery because he's, you know, whatever, you know, because of his screaming and everything, which is causing the whore to divert from their parade, let's say. Right. Um, there's this great moment where... Rick looks at Morgan, and Morgan looks at Rick, and you could see that it was like, okay, you, you know, Morgan's like, in his, you can almost read between the lines, like, Morgan's like, you're right, and Rick's like, see? You know? Yeah. And, and, and you could even see a little bit of regret in Rick that he, he was he right it. about yeah. him. Yeah. Which, and I, I thought that, that was brilliant that Adam Lincoln, or Adam Lincoln, <laughs> Abraham, fuck me. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> Andrew Andrew Lincoln, sorry about that. <laughs> that and it was a great moment as an actor for An- Andrew Lincoln. I almost said Abraham again. <laughs> for Andrew Lincoln to you know give that little moment of regret that he was right about this guy. Right. You know, because well I think you know it was because later in the episode he's kind of you know diverted back to being a more humanistic like person, you mm-hmm. know, more have a human quality to him. Yeah. And then also for the fact that, you know, Carter finally accepted, you know, what he's doing. And it's like, he's like, this guy isn't that bad. Right. You know? And so he, he kind of had his approval. So he felt, you know, like, you know, okay, he can be part of our group now because, you know, he, he understands and he's moving forward and he's changing. And then for the fact that he has to end up killing him, he does feel bad. Mm-hmm. He does, you know, he's like, he could have been safe because you almost have that same dynamic with, um, with with um, names just went right out of my mind. <laughs> with um, Glenn and um, the other Alexandrian that almost killed him in the woods, though you know took him in the woods. Um, His name escapes me too. I think it's 
know. Yeah, you, you look it up. Well, I, 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 I think can't. It's Nick. Nick? I think. Uh, well, I mean, there's that great moment between them where, you know, Glenn should have killed him last season. He yeah. He's in, huh? Yeah. And he's, you know, he obviously, he's the reason that Noah got killed. He he doesn't have the skills, you know, much like Carter, much like a lot of the Alexandrians. Yeah, Nicholas. Nicholas. Um, uh, much like a lot of the Alexandrians, they don't have the skills or the mentality to survive in the, you know, a zombie apocalypse world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Glenn has kind of, despite the fact that, you know, one of his friends got killed, despite the fact that this guy took him in the woods to kill him in a way, mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. Uh, he's kind of taking him under his wing to to bring this guy into the fold, yeah. and you know, there's that great moment between Maggie and and um. Oh my God! I just Tara. Thought, Tara thank you. Was, you know that they there's that great moment where Maggie's explaining to Tara why he's doing this, and because you know Glenn's a great person, and, you know, and mm. and. He is kind of, it's kind of the same situation that Rick was feeling, you know, with, with Maggie and, and Tara, they're like, well, no, he's no, he, he's, they should have killed him. He should have killed him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's no good. Well, they, yeah, they, they say, you know, Glenn was wrong for, right. you know, taking him under his wing. But, you know, Maggie was saying that's the person that Glenn was. He said, look at you, you know, you were someone that was on the opposite side of that prison fence. Yes. And he took you under his wing and now you're one of my... You're closest me, friend, you're, yeah. You're like someone who's close to me or something now. So, so yeah, I mean, so you have that same dynamic with with Carter, but in this episode, you do see Nicholas kind of say he saves Glenn at one point, and you kind of see him starting to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was nice to see both well, of those think, different dynamics. I think it's you know Nicholas is wanting to prove to Glenn. That you know you did you did have the opportunity to kill me right and you didn't so let me show you as you know like let me redeem myself mm-hmm. and I think that's what you know is trying to play out right and you know even though a lot of people probably still think that you know something else is going to happen but I really do think it was the turning point for his character yes and he he's accepting Glenn now as you know one of them as one of the Alexandrians. And so that's why he's wanting to, you know, redeem himself to Glenn and say, hey, look, yeah, I may have wanted to kill you before, but now, you know, I don't. Yes. So, we, I mean, you know, Carl obviously didn't have, he had, what, maybe half a scene? I don't even remember Carl in this episode. He, uh, the girl that he was in the tree with at the end of last season, mm. she's sitting up on top of oh, the yeah. wall or something. And he comes up, and you barely even see him in the... Comes yeah. up and sits down next to her. They don't say anywhere the same thing. Uh, you know, she puts her hand on his, and in the distance you see Ron, the mm. uh, the son of the 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 wife yeah the wife beater that Rick porch blow- dick. <laughs> porch dick that were <laughs> that Rick bl- yeah Rick blows his head off. Um, yeah, you see him kind of there. So he, now not only did he lose his dad, but now he's like losing his girl to the son that killed his dad. Mm. You know, and was trying to fuck around with his mom, and you know, so he goes, runs off, and you know, then there's this nice little moment with Rick and him where he saves him, and that was what was kind of confusing to me though, is when Rick had the conversation with his with Ron's mom, Jesse, Jesse, um, after saving or anything, she's like, you know, and I, and I get what the conversation was about, you know, it was basically you killed his dad, so no matter what you say to him, it's not going to sink in. 
even though you just saved his life and everything like that. But it mm-hmm. kind of contradicts the fact that Rick saved him, and Rick did give him, you know, some fatherly advice, and then, which also leads to Rick burying his, you know, the, the body of his, you know, Ron's dad instead yeah. of just leaving it on the side of the road. And you see Ron in the background kind of stand there, and, and you, I, to me it looked like Ron had a little bit of a change towards Rick. You know, like like more of an understanding of of Rick and Rick's character, and 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 why Rick had to do what he did to his dad. Mm. You know, but the scene between Rick and Jesse kind of negated that yeah. to me. That no, was, I agree. And that and, and to me, that's the one. Of the, and it's kind of nitpicking it, but that's one of the only little things that took me out of this episode, where I was kind of like, wait, that doesn't really go with what just happened. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know if you felt that way or, you know, or if I'm just over-analyzing it or whatnot. No, I can definitely see your point. I mean, it, uh, seeing as it was, I don't see it as him kind of, like, accepting Rick after that talk. It's just kind of like one of those things like, okay, yeah, old man, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm blowing him off, essentially. <clears throat> so, then in a sense, then like, what, ne- what uh, Jesse was saying is validated, yeah. you're thinking. Yeah, I think that, you know, with her saying, it can't be from you. Right. You, anything you tell him, he's essentially going to say, no, you know. I'm yeah, if you don't touch him, him yeah. don't do anything like that, because, you know, it's yeah, just going it's to like shut no him down. Right. So. Um, so when, and we're, we're going to make this, a, you know, we're going to try to keep this show sh- a lot shorter than the Nerdables episodes. <laughs> um, so we get the Horde starting to... Go down the road. Rick's plan's working out. Everybody mm-hmm. from both sides, Alexandria and and our group that we've been following for five seasons, are working together. Everything's going great, and then we get a horn. Yep. And it, I mean, it sounds like it's a you know, like a like tractor a, trailer, like a, well, it a, sounds, a siren. Sounds like a like a hurricane siren. Yeah, like, like, like a, a, a an air raid siren, something yeah. like that. That we have no idea where it is, where it's coming from, yeah, other than ends on that, on basically ends on that uh, horn going off. It even cuts to black with the horn still going. Uh-huh. But we we know that it's in the distance somewhere past Alexandria because now the horde is going towards Alexandria. Mm-hmm. I was wondering how they were going to do that because obviously in the comic book there is a horde that comes to Alexandria, yeah. and it's done in the comic book after the first time they. Are attacked by Negan's group. Yeah, I think it's Negan's group that uh, that brings over the the horde to the to Alexandria. Yeah, it's after basically Rick tells him, you know, we're not going to be rationing our supplies to you anymore. This and that, blah mm-hmm. blah blah, and it's it's basically. And this horde is way bigger than that, mm-hmm. and that, that that horde attacked Alexandria. So, in the way that the the. The excerpts for the whole, you know, season, you know, the the kind of quasi trailer, if you will, mm-hmm. it seemed like the horde is taken is like completely taking over Alexandria, which would be you know different than the way the book is, because the book they 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 defend themselves. Spoiler: If you haven't read the book or you know or don't know what's mm-hmm. coming up in the in the book, they even though the horde breaks in, they still are able to stop it. You know, yeah. and, and still, most of Alexandria, if not all of Alexandria, stays intact. You know, they do lose some people, but they are able to to fortify the um, you know the the 
homestead. Yeah. Um, Because that's when they start building the trench around it. You know, they they realize that they need to do more than just, you know, have a wall. Basically, yeah. But the way that this was, uh, the shots they showed, it seemed like it was more of an overrunment. You know, like they were being overrun. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that in, even in the comic book, that's what it was. I don't think it you get the scope of it because it's in the comic book. That Rather than, you know, in the TV show, they show a lot of, like, aerial shots and, mm-hmm. like, trying to make it seem like there's tens of thousands of, you know, walkers coming to them. But I think it's it's basically the same idea. I think that, you know, the group wants to keep the keep Alexandria as much as possible. So even if it did break through, it would be the same. I think they would end up, you know, basically finding the hole in the wall and, yeah. you know, fortifying that wall until, you know, they can, you know, clear out all the walkers that came in, essentially. It's, it's going to be the same, I think. Um, are there any things, because, I mean, you're, you're almost current with the book, with the comic book, mm. at least through the big war arc. Mm-hmm. Um and and we're still got a little ways to go to war in you yeah. know in the show um is there anything that takes place between now that you know that's going to happen the horde is getting ready to show up at alexandria and let's say the end of war is there anything in, within season 6 <clears throat> excuse me that you would like them to get to are there any like pivotal moments that you know of that are in the book that are coming up that you want to see happen I mean, I know we we've talked see about Megan. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've we've talked about several of them, and there's some really, really big. I know you talked about um, Carl mm-hmm. his uh, dismemberment. I don't know if it's a dismemberment because yeah. you know he has kind all of, of his 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 extremities. Yeah, kind of, I guess. Um, um, well, we should say the short sightedness. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll say that. <laughs> Um, the point where he needs to start wearing glasses. <laughs> um, I mean, there's uh, that. You know, there's already been some leaks of, of a couple characters from the book that we know are showing up, mm-hmm. which are direct lead-ins to uh, to the big Negan. You know, the yeah. big, big, big villain. You know, yeah. I, I don't want to call him ta- an antagonist because that's Too not nice of a word. Yeah, I mean, I mean. <laughs> The things he does in the comic book, mm. I don't know how they could ever get them into the show. I don't know either. I mean, I, I think they're definitely going to have to scale it down versus the comic book, but especially just his language alone. Like, you know, yeah, that's he, one of the big things. You know, he uses the F word every other word, mm-hmm. and so I don't see them. But even when you, when you get to his homestead, yeah, there's so much, there, there, there's so much stuff that's in there, and... There's some some suggestive stuff that's in there, and mm. there, there's stuff that I don't know if they can actually do in a in the show well, they can, or show I, even, or even allude to. They can kind of. I mean, you know, they've done it. You know, they've done kind of that kind of stuff before. So I mean, I I don't see it not happening. Yeah. In that essence, the thing I would be more concerned about is you know how they're going to scale back his his language, and mm-hmm. still keep the same tone. Um, but we're, we're, we should be seeing some other homesteads. Mm, um, definitely other communities. Yeah. Uh, there's, uh, I mean, here's another spoiler, is Jesse's character in the comic book. I don't remember what her name is in the comic book, but that character is essentially killed during the Horde run-in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we'll see if that's a big But part. see, 
the, that's where the comic book kind of in the show will deviate because I don't know if that character can be killed off too soon mm-hmm. because the Andrea character is not there. Right. And the romance between Rick and Andrea is not there. And well, I mean, essentially, Sasha's taken over that role, I think. Well, they, to Andrea's me, they kind of split Andrea's role between Carol and, and, uh, and Sasha. Because mm-hmm. I think now, and especially now that Sasha has, you know, got her whole mind back in check, you know, I think that we're going to see a lot more... Um, Andrea from the comic book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this episode, though, could you see something that is developing between Michonne and Morgan? Like in the book? Yeah, there, there's a couple little, like the whole, even the, the little uh, protein bar thing, yeah. there was kind of a little bit of flirtatiousness with it. Even with Michonne, the way she says no. Yeah. You know, the, to me, I was like, I can see there could be something. Even the Maybe. way he asked it, it's kind of like, he knows she took it, but, you know, <laughs> I'm going to let it slide because it's Michonne, and, yeah, it's nice to see you again. Yeah, I guess, maybe. I didn't, I didn't really care. Hey, he's, got, he's got the staff. She's got the sword, you know. All they need is yeah. a sa- <laughs> yeah, ninja samurai. I was going to go with a Ninja Turtle comment, but, you know. Um, okay, so nothing from the – nothing that you can think of that between um, – I think the horde it's and... been so long since I've even read anywhere near that storyline, so I'm probably forgetting stuff. Like I know there's the there's like the major run that mm-hmm. Glenn takes Heath on for the first time, and they actually have to like scale a zip line through like to the other building because right. there's so many walkers around the front and things like that. So that'd be interesting to see if they do something. But then again, well, it also doesn't seem like they have the little bit of the you know, the little town right. in front of the community like they do in the comic book, right? So, you know, Eugene going out to make the weapon, you know, the, the ammunition, I don't know if that's going to happen, mm. or, I mean, it may, but, you know, the great, great thing with the show, on, too. yeah, the, I mean, the great thing with the show is they can pick and choose what they want. They don't right. have to, I mean, they, they can follow it, but they don't have to tell every but also story. You, you don't know how far all that stuff was in the comic book related to the, you know, to the show. It could be, you know, that whole town there is maybe 10 miles away. Right. But... So do you think that the wolves are going to be Negan's group, or do you think they're just another community? Uh, that's a hard one to say. I mean, trying to think about, you know, what they've done in the past, I want to say that the wolves were are part of Negan's group. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also something wants me to say that, you know, these wolves are going to be the threat until Negan shows up and wipes them out or something like that. Yeah. You know, so they're like another community quote-unquote, because they're not really a community. They're just some guys. They're some thugs. Yeah, yeah. basically. Um, uh, Another big thing I just thought of is between this time is Abraham dying in the comic books. Uh Uh-huh. And we meet Dwight, who's uh, basically Negan's right-hand man um, in the beginning of this whole arc. Right. So, I mean, I'm interested to see is this, you know. And then there's Jesus and... Mm -hmm. um, there's the see the other thing. Well, there I they kind of alluded to something to, in this episode, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you caught it or not. What's it was that? why when they were when they did the flashback of who was going to go out and you know help maintain or manage the horde and who was going to stay in. There was a little conversation between Glenn and Maggie, 
and he's talking to her well you know you know basically saying that she's got to stay here because she, she's the leader meaning um god what's her name um Deanna Deanna has got to stay there and maintain and Maggie's been kind of her right hand lady if you will mm. um but he kind of says you know she goes well there's that reason and then and she goes oh and the other reason I think they're going to do Maggie's pregnant mm. yeah that's true because that I mean that plays into it and it's about the right time for it yeah no yeah. definitely that, that's uh I caught I that. I, I, I was. I, that. I, did you catch that? I didn't catch that subtle, like that little subtleness. I but guess, did you? Yeah. Do you remember the conversation? And yeah, you remember I do him remember saying, him and saying. you know, and they kind of said, and well, there's that other, you know, the other thing, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it was kind. Of, I mean, it wasn't really stating it as the other thing, but the way that's paraphrasing it. But the way there was that almost that unspoken, you know, thing again, which th- this show does a lot of that unspoken stuff that's great. Right. And sometimes you can read between the lines, especially if you've read the comic book. There's little things that you can catch like that mm-hmm. because, you know, you know that no, they I may work. that at all. When you go back and watch it and you'll see it, you know, and I was, because as soon as I was like, I was like, oh, I wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that would make sense. So who do you think is ringing the horn? I want to say it's the wolves. But then again, you know, after thinking about, because when you reminded me about the scene with Carl and everything, I see that Ron at this point has a lot of angst against everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Essentially. He's basically... Well, he feels like everybody has just, like, no one gives a shit that his dad died. The whole community, you know, basically said, kill him. Yeah. This guy killed my dad, and now the whole community is behind him now, you know, supporting him. You know, so fuck the community? Pretty much. Yeah. So it could be him. But then, you know, at the end of last season, you saw the wolves get all those pictures from Aaron's backpack mm-hmm. and see that there's this community out there. And they want to take oh, it. Oh, I maybe. forgot about that. They may want to take for- it. Uh, I forgot about Tara, how bad she got hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, uh, the la- no, was it? that wasn't the next to last episode, but it was, it was the episode when Noah died. Yeah. But, yeah, I forgot that she got fucked up bad. She was in a coma and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know what, with the Horde coming, and if the Horde does come and take over, you it may end up being, it's right about the time for Carl. It's, and I tell you what, if, it, if, if they make and draw out the Horde a little bit, coming to Alexandria, mm-hmm. that could be the season, uh, the mid-season finale. It could be. I still think I don't. I still don't think that they're going to do it. I th- I do, and I think that that is a great time to do it as the mid season finale because you end it on that great shot of the com- in the comic book mm-hmm. when it happens, and that's where you end the mid season, and then you you're leaving the audience going, wait, what? No, you can't you you can't leave it on that like right now because Beth hasn't read the comic, she doesn't mm-hmm. know, and she sees that. As the she will freak out for two months until it comes back, yeah, you know, and, and everybody. No, will. it's definitely a good stopping point, especially if it ends exactly with that same quote and everything, where his half his face is blown off and he's like, "Dad, yeah," drops to the floor. If they, if they oh, if they ended on dad and you, just even you know that and with dad, oh, that would be such. Well, that's the thing is, if he drops to the floor, who knows if he's alive or dead. Yeah, that's a, that's why I say you know. The, well, you could even do it where he drops, and then you have that you know that overview shot of him laying there because the horde was still around him. Mm-hmm. 
you know they were def- they were they were starting to defend it and starting to overtake the horde, but there's you know you end it with that shot from you know like an aerial shot above him laying there. Oh, I'm telling you what the internet will explode with people <laughs> trying to yeah, you know, and it, it would be a great it'd be a great mid season as a as a season finale no. You know, because there's so much more that can happen. It's so you know, it's not big enough, right, for that. But yeah. as a mid-season, when you're leaving people it's a hanging f- for yeah. two months, yeah. yeah. Um, so on that, let's just go ahead and you know, end things tonight. Okay. Um, I think we covered everything that happened. It was a very, very good premiere, season premiere. In well, I mean, The Walking Dead always delivers on their season premieres. I think, for especially for the last couple of seasons. But if you look so. at if you look at the TV. You know the, the the TV shows that are out now. Mm-hmm. There haven't been a lot of shows that have come back the, for this season in general. Uh, you know that I would say have come back as powerful as this. Right. You know, and uh, you know, so shows have cliffhangers. You know, com- obviously comedies don't have a mm-hmm. a major cliffhanger like that. You know, where you where a show you know, you can kill off anybody well, any day the, at any it's time. It's the thing is like you know a lot of people say that you know seasons three to five on a TV show, even a great TV show, are probably the best run. Mm-hmm. And so like anything after season five is going to kind of dwindle down. Right. But you know the way that this episode is you know, went, I still think that they still have a lot of gas in the tank, and it's a lot of, you know. Well, they also have a to... lot of great source material to pour, pull. Yeah, but, I mean, even let alone that, I mean, because this episode mainly nothing was from the source material. That's true. It's something that they just thought of themselves. Yep. Uh, essentially, I think that you know, I mean, like they have. There's a couple little elements. There's the, yeah, but it, it's basically something that they came up with themselves, and they still knocked it out of the park. I think it's still a great. Yeah, it was a great episode. So um, I said I wanted to do something when we wrap up each week, um, or when, <laughs> whenever we get together to do it. Um, it's, it's kind of take on um, uh, on Zombie Land's you know kill of the week. Oh yeah. Um, so give me your kill of the week and your favorite zombie of the week. Kill of the week and zombie of the week. Uh... I don't know. That's a, I mean, my I would say my favorite zombie because I can't think of the kills. Um, my favorite zombie is just that first one through the the tractor trailer. The tight, yeah. one that comes through the tight squeeze yeah, of the, the two tractors. First, the tight and the tight squeeze one, just because the the prosthetics and the effects on that one was just really cool looking. Which so, they they did make an announcement that 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 was ninety nine percent practical effect. Yeah, it was all. It was all done in real time. It was no CG. I mean, well, he said that there was some, like, goop and stuff that they yeah. added. and, like, a little fill like in, in the fill chin. on the yeah. chin, like, oh, where the breakaway part was the, on the chin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just as far as, like, the kills go, I mean, there wasn't anything that was super out of the ordinary that I was like, oh, that was awesome, you know. Because, I mean, there's, they've had... They've walkers. had some major kills. You know, yeah. Great zombie-type kills. And there's also, like, you know, just great walkers in general. Like, the one from, the one that always sticks out in my mind is the one from the prison, which his face is, like, on the chain link fence and just keeps getting pushed. Oh, yeah, pushed it keeps getting just, pushed through. And just gets basically <laughs> pushed through the fence. Um, my favorite zombie and kill would be the same one. It's the, it's the zombies that fall right at the fence. The one there's two zombies laying there, and then the other zombies are stepping on them, and they just smush them to mush. Because oh, yeah. I mean, those were great prosthetics. Mm. I mean, I granted they weren't probably prosthetics; they were they were probably you know uh, uh, animatronic, you know, right. 
ma- you know, masks or... Uh, um, puppets. Yeah, puppets. But those, they're just the way that they just, you know, they, the look of them and then the way they just kind of just dissolved underneath the, foot, the feet of the other zombies yeah. were, were probably my favorites. Uh, and the, the tractor girl was another good one because mm-hmm. she was underneath half of it was you know you see her out and she's kind of just laying there and you know she's got one hand missing and yeah. that was um, a good one too. okay so on that note uh, next week we uh, we got kind of a sneak preview tonight mm-hmm. we see that there's going to be the Some uh, turmoil uh, within the I, mind of uh, Eden uh, or Eden I, whatever uh, Eden it uh, Eden Eden yeah, Nick? something. something. Ina, yeah, whatever. It, it looks like why, there's. Why are they gonna come up with weird names? I don't know. It looks like Carl and Ron and her are gonna have a love triangle, and yeah, she's gonna wander off again. Mm-hmm. Although I wonder what JSS stands for. I've been trying to figure that out. Yeah, I don't think I can figure it out yet, but because it's gonna be the title of the next episode. Yep. So on that note, Ethan and I are going to say we'll see you later. Make sure you check out Nerdables. We're on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. At Twitter, we're on at... Uh, what shit? At Nerdables. Show. I got through it on the Nerdables podcast today. No one even commented. I got through it. Yep, that was the first time ever. I know, I got, but I got through it, and no one said a word. <laughs> um, so yes, we're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're on Twitter at Nerdables Show. Make sure you check out our podcast. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, TuneIn, and wherever you can find podcasts. So make sure you check out this, you know, the, um, the blah, 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 blah. make sure you check out the Walking Dead cast as well as the Nerdables podcast. So we'll see you next week. Uh,